Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. UNC's Roy Williams is going to drop by either this hour or tomorrow. Free for all Friday style, as it's called here at the statewide David Glenn Show. Duke's David Cutcliffe is joining us momentarily. Eric Spanberg will give us an, a live update on the pending sale of the Carolina Panthers. That apparently has moved from the back burner to the front burner. Eric writes for the Charlotte Business Journal and has been covering that important story for some time. Joining us now, one of the most popular guests in the history of the David Glenn Show. He's been the National College Football Coach of the Year, the SEC Coach of the Year, the ACC Coach of the Year. And he's even beyond a decade at this point as the head coach of the Duke Blue Devils. I recently saw him hanging out with the actor Ken Jong. I saw him in a cool video with two of his former pupils and still friends, Peyton and Eli Manning. David Cutcliffe, welcome back to the David Glenn Show. How are you? I am good, David. And Ken Jong is as funny in person as he is in the movies and television. He, he he made me laugh out loud. <laughs> he seems to be that kind of a goofy, funny character in movies like The Hangover and others. Had you seen those and then you got the first witness, you know, the first person account here recently? Yeah, you know, I had seen all, all of the movies and, uh, you know, just the lines pop into your mind when you're meeting him for the first time. But he was with his college roommate here at Duke. And I asked, and his college roommate was a great guy. He's a a researcher, medical researcher, brilliant, both of them, you know, and Ken Jones, a physician. Uh, I said, has he always been that funny? He didn't hesitate. He said, yes. <laughs> he said, it is just him. He is going to make you laugh. And uh, we really had a good time. He was, a, he was a lot of fun. And, you know, and I will say he was as genuinely nice as you want these people with fame to be and we all hope they are he was every bit that genuinely nice and not just to me to anybody that he met uh over at that basketball game with students it didn't matter he was very gracious with his time interestingly many people describe our guest david cutcliffe with those similar words, being good to everybody, regardless of how they might cross your path. He is the head coach of the Blue Devils. They actually have their spring showcase at Wallace Wade Stadium this Saturday, 1 o'clock. It is free. It is open to the public. Get a glance at the 2018 Blue Devils this Saturday. More info and details at GoDuke.com. Coach, when you and I were younger, there weren't as many days. Like today is National Grilled Cheese Day. And this Tuesday was National Siblings Day. Yeah. So we have more days, and that's, that's not automatically a bad thing. But you posted a video that includes your connection to one of the greatest pairing of siblings in the history of sports, of course, Peyton and Eli Manning. I saw that you tagged NFL Films, and for those who haven't seen it, go to at David Cutcliffe on Twitter. Now, is that – one of those sort of made-for-TV, funny Peyton and Eli are getting mad at each other while you guys are assumedly watching video? Were you guys actors in that, or was that like a, a natural cut of some kind of uh, more serious football stuff? No, that was naturally happening, and this past week they were here again, and Peyton's still talking about how much it got on his nerves 
Oh, you have to tell it. I mean, honestly, Coach, when you look at it, you're not sure, or at least I wasn't certain. Is it one of these Sports Center style videos where Peyton and Eli are coached into, you know, goofing around with one no. another and that? But this was no. natural. Well, it's totally natural. We let um, NFL Films ask just to have a camera uh, <laughs> in some of our meetings. And so we didn't even really think about the camera being in. Here's. Here's what how it all happens. So, I'm I've, I've got video footage of Peyton and his drills and his stuff, and then you got Eli's. So I started with Peyton, and Eli's sitting over there, obviously bored and irritated that I've taken too long with Peyton. So he purposely starts crunching those chips, and we both tried to ignore it, and he wouldn't stop. And I thought, you know, people think those commercials, you know how they're walking down the hall, kicking each right. other. I mean, that's that one's staged. But this is <laughs> this is all the time, pranks. Uh, I like it when they're pranking each other because it keeps me out of the trouble. Because when they're together here, I'm usually the target, David. So, uh, <laughs> you know, they, they steal my phone, hide it, put it in different languages. I mean, they are, they are, they are, maybe they're impractical jokers that show this out there now. Um, so that was, that's what I thought. That's about as sibling-ish as you can get for National Sibling Day, don't you think? That is fantastic. And for everybody has seen the Sports Center commercial. And as Coach said, that is staged. Peyton and Eli are being asked to be actors, essentially. I laughed out loud. I mean, anybody who's seen Peyton host Saturday Night Live, his acting abilities are way beyond that of most professional athletes or coaches for that matter. He was fantastic and cry out loud funny in that capacity. It's even funnier, Coach, now that you have shared that this was a natural cut. The listeners have to picture Coach Cut with a serious face looking at the video screen, Peyton Manning next to him with a serious face looking at the screen. They're dissecting a play and, and talking serious football, and then Eli off on another couch or sitting to the right right chomping loudly on the chips yeah. and irritating the heck out of his brother well, Peyton I, I thought Peyton was going to get up and hit it right I, I'm serious it didn't show everything that went on there uh because you couldn't but you know here this past week I'll tell you a funny prelude to or an addition <laughs> so obviously Peyton comes in just to watch Eli work and I let him coach the receivers a little bit one practice but Eli did not want to watch tape of him when we had he and I had our quarterback meetings. Uh, Peyton was not in there. Okay. And the reason was he knew what Peyton would do. And I, I love the fact. I will tell you this. Uh, just I, I don't think I've ever seen Eli more serious than he was about his work. Um, we 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 did two a days, and um, he, he really did a great job as did those guys he brought in here. So uh, I think he got better, to be honest with you, while he was here, and his focus was outstanding. So he wasn't letting brother in there. He was not going to let him <laughs> while we were working. Hey, he worked hard. A lot of New York Giants fans are going to smile ear to ear at that description. David Cutcliffe is joining us here on the David Glenn Show. Most of you know he tutored Eli as the starting quarterback at Ole Miss, where Coach Cut was the head coach. He tutored 
Peyton at Tennessee, where Coach Cut was the offensive coordinator and/or quarterbacks coach. He's now entering his 11th season as the head coach of the Duke Blue Devils. They do have their Duke Spring Showcase, they're calling it this year, Saturday 1 p.m. at Wallace Wade Stadium. For those who don't know, Coach, uh, given that they are among the most famous sibling pairs in American sports history, how many years? Have you guys had this annual thing? I mean, it's cool that Peyton comes even in retirement, but I know these these seeds go way back. Yeah, I mean, for Peyton, he was a pro 18 years. I did it 18 years. Wow. Uh, I think Eli, it's been every year, but maybe two. Um, you know, and it's, I guess you would liken it to a, to a swing coach uh, to some degree. I don't think anybody knows their motions and their habits and their footwork. And, and Eli has been in a system where his footwork was drastically changed, trying to get back in another direction with that. And I, I think it's going to be – I personally think it will be beneficial for him. So it's it's just good off-season work. We all need it. You know, I have people I like to talk to every year uh, in regards to football uh, to keep me grounded. Yeah. I think we all have to have that. What can you share about that? Who who would be your swing coach, football guru, go-to people to the degree that, you know, you can tell us without having to kill us? Oh, sure. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, for, for a lot of years, uh, a guy named Al Saunders, I don't know if you recall Al, a long-time NFL coach. Yeah. I worked with Al in 1983. I thought Al was as good a teacher as there, there has ever, ever been. Um the, the the one that maybe that has had as much impact on me as anyone is Dick Vermeil, who I think is one of the more intellectual people in football no doubt. history. Um, how to study the game, how to study tape, uh, organization, management of your team, um, just uh, consistently makes a difference. If any conversation I, that I can have with Dick Vermeil makes me better. And uh, and then I like to talk with Philip Fulmer about offensive line play. Um, you know, I, I think he's the best offensive line coach I've been around, uh, maybe as good as there's ever been. Uh, those years he was out, I used to tell him, go get an NFL offensive line job and enjoy loving life every day. And, uh, of course, he's now, you know, a director of athletics, so he's pretty busy, can't do that anymore. But that's kind of the, 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 the list. And then the other one, would be Peyton. The other two are Peyton and Eli. Yeah, <laughs> that's a mu that's a mutual brain picking, I guess, both it directions. Uh, protections, uh, routes, timing mechanisms. Um, you know, all of those things. I mean, my wife will leave the room if I get on the phone with Peyton <laughs> because she says it's an hour every time. <laughs> and we still talk protections and, and, and adjustments and audibles, and it is so much. Fun. I mean, it's, I, that is just, that's fun to me. You know, it may not be to anybody else, but uh, that is a joyous hour of conversation. Well, there's a reason that NFL Films wants the camera in the room as you and Peyton and Eli get together. So maybe some of it is dry to others, but a whole lot of it is entertaining as well. David Cutcliffe is joining us, 11th year Duke football coach, the Devil's Spring Showcase, Saturday, 1 o'clock, Wallace Wade Stadium. It is free. It is open to the public. There is convenient parking. You can find all of the details at goduke.com. Um, 
looking forward, Coach, what do you want to get out of this Saturday? I mean, you've been playing for a while now. Heck, you had some of your earlier practices through some uh, North Carolina snow in the month yeah, of March. Yeah, we did. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm anxious to see that the theme for us has, has been competition within positions, offense versus defense. I tell you, we've, we've had the most competitive spring between the offense and defense uh, that we've had by far since we've been here. So I think people would enjoy coming out here. I mean, we're going we're gonna to end this thing with about uh, 65 to 75 live snaps of football. We're really playing football. We're going to do some drills. Uh, it's going to be interesting. It is. But I'm looking for, you know, some production offensively in the passing game that has it's failed us a little bit. Uh, I think I want to see this trend of Duke defense being different. And, and our defense right now has really uh, had a terrific spring. And so, you know, Daniel, I think, had the best spring, best practices, I should say, since he's been here. Um, so you're going to see some real serious competition. We're going to hold anything back. And I'm anxious to see it myself. It's funny, coaches. I let you go and thank you for your time. Other, fr we consider you a friend of the David Glenn Show, and you know that I mean that sincerely. Other friends of the show over the years include Dick Vermeil, the guy you just mentioned as one of your go-to guys, and I can't remember if your paths crossed a lot, but the former UNC coach John Bunting, and just as. You know, I watched a lot of bad Duke football before you got to Durham, and I've, I've loved seeing this rejuvenation, four winning seasons in the last five, and a winning record again last year, and a bowl victory last year as well. I watched as a young man in Philadelphia, Dick Vermeil take a bad culture. I mean bad with the Philadelphia Eagles. John Bunning, friend of the program, was one of his linebackers. And those guys in the city of brotherly love took something, I mean, miserable, hide your eyes bad. And by 1980, had him playing in the Super Bowl. So I don't know if you were able to follow that part of Dick Vermeil's oh, story, yes, but there's some parallels now between you guys. Yeah, and one of the things from that era that, that, that Coach Vermeil really addressed upon me years ago was he took Abercrombie and some of those guys. His best players were – he demanded that they became his best practice player. Hmm. And Dick Vermeil was able to – it was a process. They didn't just come in there and, and create a culture overnight, no different than what we've had to do. But but you get your best people and you lean on your best people. And, you know, I, I, he has encouraged me throughout all of this. And uh, I love those Eagles teams. Um, you know, and I know how hard he worked because it literally did burn him out, you know. Yes. Um, it, it's no, no, no question about it. But uh, – that was one of the best coaching jobs in the history of the National Football League, no doubt in my mind. Two of the reasons I believe in miracles. Dick Vermeil and the Philadelphia Eagles, David Cutcliffe and the Duke Blue Devils football team. And maybe maybe that with him, believe. <laughs> maybe that maybe that miracle on ice in nineteen eighty is what three reasons that there I believe go. in miracles. <laughs> that miracle on ice just made that one makes the hair on the, my neck stand up. Me too, coach. Me too. Ooh, good stuff. Hey, great to talk with you again. Good luck. Have fun with the Blue Devils on Saturday. Thanks, David. Take care. You got it. David Cutcliffe on Twitter at David Cutcliffe. National College Football Coach of the Year five years ago, SEC Coach of the Year during his time at Ole Miss with Eli Manning, two-time ACC Coach of the Year during this past decade with the Duke Blue Devils. They were really, 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 really bad for an extended period.
between when Steve Spurrier left town to take the Florida job at the end of the 1980s and when David Cutcliffe showed up to take over Duke football. There was some hydrized bad football in between. I mean, a lot of years where the Devils didn't even win a single conference game. You know, 1-10, 0-11, etc. 0-12 maybe even if the, if the seasons were 12 games by then. It was bad for most of a couple of decades. Dick Vermeil did with the Philadelphia Eagles back when I was a young guy in the 1970s from hide your eyes bad to a Super Bowl trip in 1980, what Coach Cut has done over this last decade with the Duke Blue Devils. Unbelievable stories. It is not easy. These things, especially football, like basketball, you have 13 scholarships. You get three star players. You might be able to turn that bad boy around more like a speedboat. Still have to be careful. You don't want to flip the speedboat, right? But you can pivot more quickly in basketball if you find a few special players. The turning around of a football program that has been losing for a long time, especially at the college level, where you don't just ask your owner, you know, Dick Vermeil at least had somebody who could sign some checks and pick up some free agents and maybe you draft well. At the college level, it takes even longer usually. It is more like turning around the ocean liner than turning around the speedboat. You're not as likely to flip but it's also not going to be something that happens as quickly as the fans would like it to happen. I had a front row seat for that Philadelphia Eagles rebirth story under Dick Vermeil. It's been fun to have a front row seat and get to know Coach Cut personally over this last decade. 11th year at Duke, man. It just doesn't seem that long. But 11th year at Duke, four of the last five years winning records at a school that didn't have very many of those at all prior to his arrival, at least in recent decades.